Welcome back to the program, guys. I'm so excited all day to, um, to get to this one. Miss um, Lisa Leninger, I know you've uh, just got done with a uh, uh, marathon. So yes. Start off. To, uh, tell me what your name is again. I'm, I'm sorry. Jackie Grello. Jackie Grello. So how do you know each other? So we um, became friends after we met each other at work. Um, we both work at Cal State Monterey Bay. Okay. I, I'm a professor in kinesiology, and Jackie is the interim dean of the library. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and so got some when, smart folks in today. She, <laughs> well, she is for sure. If you wanna, <laughs> if you want the best friend ever, have a friend that's a librarian. Um, it's like your own Google. She knows it's exactly what it <laughs> right? is. Actually, the crazy questions. Everything. She yes. Knows it all. She or she can find it. Right. That's the big thing. So we met at work, um, working on a committee together, and then Jackie and I uh, live on the same street. Oh, so okay. Walk by I, each other and say, hey, I know you. Yeah, right? yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so we, I don't know how I wrangled her in, but somehow I got her to start running with me. Wow. And uh, that was several years ago. Were you a runner yeah. before that? Not really. No. I could go... I don't know, three, four miles by right. myself and started hearing her talking about her adventures. I was like, I'd like to come along. Like five <laughs> and, uh, miles. And yeah. not, what would you just do? I think my longest, miles? my longest run, I think before I met Lisa was six miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can do five <laughs> and that's all I can do. You know, I hear <laughs> well, you just got to keep, you just have to keep tr- doing it. That's the thing about running long right. distances is just being consistent. But, yeah. um, so that was at least three years ago. Yeah. It, it was far before. I think it was four. four. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we started running recreationally together. We live out, um, you know, on the Cal State Monterey Bay campus. So it's right at Fort Ord. So oh, we no have kidding. all the great trails. Wow. And, so we started going out there and running a bit together, and um, yeah, I kind of just roped her in further and further and further, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so now, uh, or Sunday, uh, we finished the uh, Cal International Marathon. We? You did that too? Yes. I did it too. Yes. Yep. crazy? Not yes. as fast as her, but right, I did right. it, and did it. it was a blast. Well, that's, right. why I, that, that's why I told her she had to come with me today, because right. we're, she's actually, um, we have a, a small group of people that train together, um, doing various things. Um, and so she's, she's definitely my number one training partner. And so, yeah. Uh, I know you hesitated a little bit because you're like the Tuesday the burnout is a real thing. So I don't <laughs> yes. know if we're going to be ready to sit down yeah, and talk. It's or real. Not, yes, it is real. Bright eyed and bushy tailed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Steve worked on me last week to get ready for the race. And so when he, he told me, you know, come talk to me, be on my podcast races right. on Sunday. And I'm like, mm, Tuesday Ooh, legs, man. Right. Tuesday legs. That's Tuesday what it was, legs. Right. It's rough. Um, but actually I think we're both over the most sore point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yep. I yep. started to feel better a couple hours ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yesterday a, was the worst. It's a real science for you. Absolutely. The, the, you know, the months coming up to a big race, it's, you know, you're doing, I don't know, you know, yeah. I, all I know is like bodybuilding and stuff like that but i know there's a regiment where you have to bulk real hard yep. and then take the last two months and do real low weights with high reps right. to try to rip yourself down yeah. i'm sure it's the same thing right? so we do something Explain very si- yeah we do something very similar and so in in weightlifting or resistance training you know you'll often hear it called periodization mm-hmm. where you're putting in different types of cycles and so just um my, my background is actually my degrees are in exercise physiology um and that's actually how i started running because i worked for a company that did endurance training. Um, and then when I got my doctorate and came out here, 
um, got much more into doing longer distances, half marathons and full marathons. Um, and so I've had the, the good fortune of really learning from some people that are very good at endurance planning, uh, program planning and training. And so there is a real art and science to it. And, um, you definitely, if you're talking about a full marathon, um, there's a tons of ways to do it. Uh, but there are general, uh, things that are going to be good, um, no matter what specific program you're following. So you want to have a base. And so when we talk about having an aerobic base, it means being able to run at a pretty leisurely pace for, um, you know, some set of miles. So if someone has a base of eight miles, they're going out on the weekend, they're doing their eight mile run. They're feeling pretty good with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely important to have a nice, strong, what we would call aerobic base. And we do, we do that pretty much all year to some extent. Yep. Um, you definitely have to work in recovery days, which I'll talk about later, but, um, you definitely, we maintain a base. Um, and then there's a strength phase as well. So about a month before we start our buildup to a race, we'll go through like a hills and drills period where we'll once a week do drills and we'll do hill repeats. Real high yeah. endurance. Right. Well, and strength and power. Strength, I see. Yeah, that. and it works on form. Um, and then 12 weeks before race day, we kind of have a um, much more um, uh, precise program. And it's different for everybody. Jackie and I run different mileage, um, and we run different um, days per week. So for me, I run five days a week and about 40 to 45 miles. Wow, per week. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and then Jackie, it, what were you doing for I this build-up? Four days a week and about thirty-five miles a week. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and that's a little. That's on the lower end. Sure. For marathon training, you gotta um, make a living too. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> and Jackie, Jackie has a pretty demanding job. I mean, my job is is demanding, but it's pretty flexible, especially since we've been online because right, of COVID. Um, but Jackie's job is extremely demanding. So um, she was actually waking up at. Five I was waking up at five and run. running at six wow. pretty much the whole time. Did you yeah. get stuck on the computer for a while or did you have to go to work? Um, I was... Were you on, camp- on campus? I was, I've been on campus since about August. So okay. this year for the whole training period, I was going to work. So I was doing right. it before work. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're right. And it's very challenging to, very... to do that because as, as you proceed through those 12 weeks, you get more and more tired you know, and, um, so it does definitely become tougher to get out the door in the morning and then you're going to bed at like eight o'clock yep. because you're so tired, yeah. um, which actually isn't that bad. Yeah, I kind I of enjoyed mind. that part. No, Days it's, got it's shorter for a while. Oh, yep. totally. totally. Yep. throwing you off. Exactly. So yeah, like I said, we've kind of find, we follow a 12 week program. Um, and we have key workouts. So the different types of workouts we have per week, um, the long run. Mm-hmm. that we always did on Saturday. Uh, well, actually, I'll start at the beginning of the week. It's probably easier to start um, the beginning of the week. So I always took Sundays off. I think Jackie took Sundays off off. Yep. So you always want to have a, an off day um, because recovery is extremely important to this whole process. Um, I would run easy on Monday, and then on Tuesday was an interval workout. Wednesday was more easy running, which is really, really light, casual running. 
Thursday, I would pretty much take off or do something like yoga, um, walk the dog every day as well. Friday is something we call a, a PMP, which is essentially a race pace run. Okay. So whatever pace you think you want to run for the marathon, um, my goal pace was about 845 per mile. And Jackie's was 10. Yeah, around 10. Around 10. Yep. Per mile, and you try to keep that consistent exactly. through the mm-hmm. whole race. Yeah, that's, really? Yes, yeah, oh, that's so a really you're not trying to start off light and then Mm-mm. power through the middle well, or anything like that. Or? A little bit, yeah, a little bit, but not. It's messing not, with your mind. I'm not sure. Not too right. crazy of a fluctuation, right? right. So um, on Fridays we would do a race pace run, um, and then those progress each week, so they get longer and longer and longer. Okay. And then the long runs would follow that on Saturday. So um, the and that was the schedule for essentially up until 10 days before the race. Mm. And then we taper. Okay. And so you pretty much then are doing much more light work, um, you know, more off days, uh, and you're healing up for, for right. race day, which. Now, yeah. You know all this stuff because you've studied this. You have doctorates in kinesiology and all that stuff, right? So, yes. Right, right. Just, so, yeah, like I said, my bachelor's and master's degree in our exercise physiology. Like you just out running going, this is what works for me. <laughs> Well, there's you know, a lot of that though too though. Well, it's funny that sure, you say but that. You know yeah. The scientific right. To back so up what you're thinking. Yeah, so the really. programs that we follow are pretty um uh, they're absolutely scientifically based, but right, they're very right. carefully crafted. Um and like I said, I've been fortunate enough to to learn that in school, but then also I've got to um be mentored by a couple of people that were very good endurance training coaches, um, triathletes and cyclists and then marathon runners. Mm. So, um, yes. So we put it together pretty carefully, but it is interesting what you mentioned about, um, just going out and figuring out what works for you. There is that for sure. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely, you got to figure out what works for you. Um, and so Jackie and I, we didn't, we followed the same pattern, of the program, the same key runs, but there was differences for sure. Yep. Yep. I learned as far as what, uh, well, we trained for a virtual marathon a year ago. That was my absolute first experience. And I learned for me because I had less overall experience that less was more, you know? Mm. So I, there were a couple times where I felt like I was maybe working on an injury. And so it was important to back off a little bit. And right. so I think for me running four days a week instead of five and having the slightly lower mileage, I felt healthy and strong and good throughout the training program. And a little more recovery time. Exactly. For your tendons and yes. That kind of thing. Yes. Right, right. Yep. I should add, I'm also a little bit older, so you need a little bit more recovery time. Day, yep, you know, yep. I'm not gonna lie, that extra day. Yeah, it, it makes a, a difference. When you get when you do get back. Yeah, yeah. And so that was great. Like I said, every week I, I just felt good and strong and just every every week I felt a little more ready. Right. How cool. Right. What the accomplishment to get that done. Is, there, is that your first? So it was my first uh, official course. Right. You know, last year, because of the pandemic, the race was canceled. So we did a virtual marathon where we just ran or basically around uh, the Monterey Bay area for 26.2 yeah, miles. Yeah, tell me more about that because I know Lisa and I have talked about <laughs> yeah. that too. It's everybody's running the same amount of miles, mm-hmm. not necessarily running at the same time. Right. You could be running on your own course. Which kind of brings up, well, some people are going to have more hills than others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of so it'd be best if you all ran the same 
course, but at different times, but that's not the way. Well, tell me about how that go down. Yeah. So, I mean, in a pandemic situation, you know, you can't have the official race that we ran this year was 10,000 participants, Holy cow. you know? Yeah. Which was amazing. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, but a year ago that wasn't possible. So yeah, there was, what was it? A month window where you could run and you, Lisa and I, um, chose our route based on, well, part of it was scenery. Part of it was, we wanted it to be fairly flat at the end because mm. that's when you're feeling the most challenged. Exactly right? right. And then you just record your time on your GPS watch and then you upload it to the system. So yeah, you can kind of compare yourself to other people, but you're right. It's there, right. there, there are variables. So yeah. it's not quite the same thing, but it was a great first experience. It was sure. a great sort of practice right. marathon. So right. that when I got everybody into everybody the... watching you on your first, exactly. Watch, right? <laughs> <laughs> Phase. Exactly. And we had the support of our other two really close friends. So um, she had a bike buddy and I had a bike buddy. And, oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, were the bikes in there or they were just riding along with you? Keep you company or yeah, so, give you supplies? Y- yeah, exactly. So right. last year, this was only during the virtual race. This year, obviously, that that did not happen. But during our virtual race, what ha- we started from East Campus in Marina. So uh-huh. I, on the CSUMB oh, okay. sure. campus, okay. came straight down. Took the coastal trail all the way out to Point Pinos. Point Pinos, yeah. Yeah, Point Pinos. Where's that? Is that south of? It's just, uh, it's in Pacific Grove, like by Asilomar. Yeah, right before Asilomar, right where the um, peninsula turns the corner. Yeah, right. And so we ran there, and then we had to run back. Um, <laughs> to uh, pretty much like Home the hotel Depot again. Said, yeah, yeah, Home Depot. Home Depot. And then again. turn around again. <laughs> and then, yeah, and uh, then end at, we ended at Dust Bowl Brewing um, as our finish line, if you will. Good place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, and so our, our two other friends who train with us, um, they, they weren't doing the distance that day, so they met us uh, halfway. And yeah, they were our, our aid stations. They handed our, us stuff. Yep. They, they kept us company if we wanted to, but... Um, you know, mostly just there in case we needed anything and we just ran along the coast. So Did you have better scenery. No, it was nope. awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. That's, that's right where I was when I decided, I think I want to live somewhere right around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. Into Marina and got a place. Yeah. Beautiful yep. right there. Yep. Exactly. And so we had a great time last year and then, uh, because the race was canceled last year, we had already our registration for this year. We yeah. had it deferred. So, um, so yeah, so we went and did the, the real, the real deal. CIM they canceled this that one. They didn't do a virtual race for that one. Huh? Yes, that was that. So that the one last the one. year, right, okay. was the one. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we did the same thing last year. It was just here. Right. We did it ourselves. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So tell me what you do for a living. I want to hear more about this. You know, uh, you are... Human Google. Human Google, <laughs> Human Google right? yeah. So, you work um, in the library? Yeah. So you are the library? I, <laughs> I am one of, what, 18 or 19 people in the library. So I am a professional librarian. Prior to becoming the interim dean, my focus was instructional technology. Okay. So I work on sort of student-facing technologies that, you know, that students use to, to, to learn how to use the library, really. Oh, I see. Um, and then I would buy the books in media studies, journalism, American and British literatures, and then go in and teach classes. Right. So I would go into, you know, professors' classes and do a single session to help students learn to use the library. Wow. So that's what I did for most of my time. Um, and then almost a year ago, my boss retired. And so I'm in that position now. So right now I'm leading the library. So 
eight or nine faculty, eight or nine staff. And uh, yeah, it's sort of managing the day to day and sort of thinking forward and strategically and, you know, maintaining relationships with people in the community. And it's, it's a lot to learn and it's a lot of fun. Just keeping up on the, the media and all the, yeah. the new electronics. And, it's changing constantly. Right, especially yeah. dealing with kids because they know probably more than you do sometimes. It's amazing. You know? Yeah, I, absolutely. I have to call my kids to figure out what I'm doing on my <laughs> yeah. phone, you know? Yep. And, and you I mean, have to be in charge of all of this. Exactly. And the way that they learn has changed so much because of the pandemic, you know, students were There's learning strictly thing, online right. for a year. Yeah. So how we provide them library materials is changing. Wow. I mean, we were gradually, you know, moving in the direction of electronic before, but it's just accelerated it just so much now. You. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an exciting time to, to be in libraries. Are, are books such a thing anymore? <laughs> <laughs> we still have them. We, still we have, have a collection of like 80,000 print books, but our ebook collection now is like 400,000. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Yep. And so most wow. of the librarians. I don't know why that surprises me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I know. Just real estate alone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so most librarians now, like, if they're going to buy a book, they buy an ebook where possible. And then when it's not possible, you know, they'll buy print. We still have plenty of students and faculty and community users that prefer print. You know, personally, when I'm reading for fun, for pleasure, I prefer to hold a print book in my hand. You know, it's kind of like I consider it a nice little vacation from the electronic world. Right. Exactly. I was just looking, I was trying to, I'm trying to learn this editing program and it's like, I wish I had a book. Right, yeah, that you could open on your desk. Exactly. I don't know, I'm too old, I don't know, but it's just (laughs) nice to look great. Yeah, no, you are not alone in that. Try to find it on the internet or (laughs) wherever I'm supposed to find it, I'm lost. Uh, And you, tell me what you do, you're a professor. Yes, yes. So what what type of uh, curriculum do you, curriculum, easy for you to say. Yeah, so I'm a professor in the kinesiology department at CSUMB. And um, kinesiology is a really broad field. So essentially it means the study of movement. Right. So it, it literally could be anything regarding physical activity, health, sports, mm-hmm. performance. Um, and there are tons of careers that students can go into. So from that basic kinesiology. Exactly. So I mean, from that. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, when I went through massage school, they gave us like a, a thumbnail of kinesiology because we were just going 100 miles an hour yeah. through a thousand, you know, and you kind of got the sketch of it a little bit. But to talk to somebody that's actually got a degree in it, yeah. you know, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Because so we don't really deal with a whole lot of movement as much as, as far as like stretching and right. slow movements, but not so much the... Um, the um, the movement of running or yeah, right. athletics in that type of form. Right. But anatomy would be very, you know, obviously right. applicable for you. So, right, right. so our students, their core work includes anatomy and physiology, nutrition science, exercise physiology. Okay. So exercise physiology is how the body responds to movement. Okay. And the way we break it down is how the body reacts to one bout of exercise and then how the body responds to training. And uh, so they take exercise physiology. Um, they take a professional seminar course, which tells them a lot about, you know, what, what options they have. Um, they take um, a capstone as well. And so our students also do certification exams. Um, and so they'll become a certified personal trainer, a certified exercise physiologist, 
uh, certified strength and conditioning specialist. So there's a whole host wow. of exams that they can choose from. There's a whole lot of different things. Yeah, courses. yeah. And then the other courses that they have at CSUMB as core courses are ethics in physical activity and health right, right. and service learning. And so they will will go and serve the community um, in a health or movement-related field. So that's the core curriculum. Right. And then with our kinesiology students, um, once they have their core work under their belt, um, they can choose what what they'd like to study and specialize in. So our concentrations are exercise science or wellness. So exercise science students will take classes like personal training, uh, strength and conditioning, um, exercise for special populations, so disability and other conditions. Um, and then our wellness students will do more coursework in like health behavior change, mm. uh, work site health promotion. Mm. So it takes, um, so the exercise science students will focus more typically on exercise, whereas wellness students will add in some other holistic type health um, topics. Right. And, um, so our students, uh, they, like I said, they can go into pretty much any life science, whether that be graduate school, med school, uh, nursing. Do they know where they're going? I, 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 I found, (laughs) yeah, when I went into massage therapy, it's like, it seemed like half of the class, you know, when we began, it was like, let's, you know, introduce each other and blah, blah, blah. Everybody either wanted to cruise, uh, work on a cruise ship so they could travel the world or they could do this or that. But by the end of the curriculum, one was working with cancer patients. Mm -hmm. One was dealing with, you know, babies and infants. And it was like, as they went through the curriculum and learned what they could do, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden their options opened up. Yep. That is, is exactly, that the same thing? exactly right, what right. happens with our students. So really? most of our students come in and want to be physical therapists. Physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. And they, and some of them do. Sure. Absolutely. So physical therapy and occupational therapy mm-hmm. are by far um, the most popular answers to the career question when you ask that early on when they start taking their kinesiology courses. And then the exact same thing happens. They realize there is so much out there and there are so many different groups of people that they can work with. Um, And so by the time they graduate, we have a big handful that want to do worksite health promotion. You know, they want to work for companies and help employees flourish and thrive. They um, didn't even know that existed. They don't, and, and exactly. When they went they in. don't even know right, that companies right, hire people right. like us to, to help their employees. Exactly. Um, That's a good point to, to come back to yeah. where people don't know what they want to be. They don't even know oh, the options out there no. until you stumble into a hole. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. You totally. Know? And um, so I find the exact same thing with our students that, you know, and then there's a lot of students, like I said, that we're getting a lot of students now that want to do physician's assistant. Um, which is great, um, but that's a lot of schooling. It is, it's, it is, but it's actually about the same amount as a physical therapist oh, is it really? after their bachelor's degree. Oh, okay, yeah, I it's, see. it's about a three-year program after um, the bachelor's degree, but it's it's competitive, mm-hmm. you know. So those graduate schools are extremely competitive. So a lot of our students will you know fall into something else, and and oftentimes really find things that they're more passionate about than you know, what they thought they wanted. Right. So right. I absolutely, wow. we see the same things. So are you, you probably got a Christmas break coming up here. Yeah. Next yep. week so is finals. Week. Ends of big finals. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, there's got to be big tests going on right now. Yep. Yep. So finals week is next week. And then, uh, the whole campus will shut down until January 3rd. Yep. And then, uh, so students won't come back till the end of January. Though. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, that's not the end of the year, is it? No, no, Mm-mm. no. Then no they start like, up at a whole nother. 
semester, right? Semester. Yeah, so we're on a semester system. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we'll run like late January to May right. for our spring semester. Oh, how cool. Mm-hmm. How fun. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, what's the next big run you got coming up? <laughs> That's a great <laughs> question. What is the next big... Do you want to do another marathon, Jackie? I'm thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already put in the fire under her two days after. Right. I think Might more than give one year week. would be a lot. So we have until September <laughs> to decide. But I am going to throw out there. So on my bucket list is to travel to the Arctic. Uh-oh. So I want to go north of the Arctic Circle before Why? I die. Um, what is wrong with you? She is drawn, <laughs> she is drawn to the cold. Yeah, I grew up I in Michigan. Just... You don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with the palm trees. I, it's on the bucket uh, list. Something about say? it. You She's know? not from California. Know. She's from Massachusetts. So. <laughs> okay, well. I am, and I lived in the mountains of Colorado for a long time. So I love ice and snow. Got some um, snowflakes in your blood. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I don't know. I, I just, there, there's, I, I'm inexplicably drawn to it. And so I was interneting around one day, and I discovered that there is a marathon at 78 degrees north. So... <laughs> Bring your parkas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. It's actually because of ocean currents. Where it is, it's in extreme northern Norway, mm. right? Um, the marathon takes place in June, and temperatures can be in the 30s. So wow. I sort of half-jokingly threw this out there to my friends, and uh, <laughs> we'll probably never do it. Hey, 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 hey. I might, really do. I, really I do dare you to. to do it. That's how <laughs> I do it. Want I you. dare you. I bet, no. you. I bet you couldn't make it. Yeah. So the seed has been planted. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the way she presented this was, it's not that cold. And then she said, but it's like in the 30s. Hmm. It's not that cold, I'm, really. For the Arctic. It's pretty cold to a California This is, this is cold Cal- California. Yeah, I am a California girl who belongs in the tropics. So right. <laughs> this is a big stretch for me. But anyways, yes, yeah, so there's a race there. Yeah. Well, I had a buddy one time was telling me that uh, he was having a bad day one day and he was in the Air Force and he was stationed up in Alaska and he decided, decided I'm just going to go running. <gasps> and he said... Uh, about halfway back, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. Oh, gosh. It was, I mean, I was locking up, and I really yeah. had to focus on getting back to base. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Right. It was so cold. It mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you can't just take off with without the right state of mind exactly. in that kind of weather because it's deadly. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there's wolves out there. Well, <laughs> Tell, oh, sorry, tell, I won't tell her that. No, tell, tell about the, the exciting, <laughs> yes, part of this race. Yeah, the unique thing about this race is that there polar are bears. polar bears. Oh, no. <laughs> so they have they have guards on ATVs with guns. And, really? Uh, yeah. Last thing I would ever, ever, ever want is for a polar bear to get shot. But um, the medal that you get is a polar bear. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very, Just it's go a strapped, you know, yeah. have your rifle on your back. <laughs> exactly. Run. Yeah, so this this could potentially happen. And then also, Jackie, uh, even though she's unsure she's going to do a marathon, also might want to do a 50K. Yeah. What is that all about? <laughs> That's 31 miles. It's about 30, 30 miles. miles. Okay. So yeah. we have one of our close running buddies did a 35-miler for her 35th birthday. And then she did a 50-miler like a year and a half later just for fun. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably never do a 50-miler, but I was thinking a 50K for my 50th birthday. So I've got a few years. But (laughs) but yeah, maybe also also something for the bucket list. Yeah, so about 30 miles Mm -hmm. miles on trails. Yeah. Oh, it's on dirt, too. Mm -hmm. We would do it on dirt, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Special kind of shoes. 
You, there are some trail shoes. shoes. Um, yeah, there you are. Wear, you wear trail shoes. I do wear trail yeah. shoes. Um, the great thing about Ford Ord, though, is that most of it is pretty packed and that's not it. super technical. The so only people I've talked to that have been out there have been on like the bikes and the yeah. electric bikes. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I didn't know you could run out there. Yes. It oh, was yeah. Too oh, absolutely. Soft sand. It's, it's all I mean, there's some pack. sand. There's is some it? sand, but there's tons of hard pack. And there's yeah. like, I don't even know how many hundreds of miles, 180 miles of trails out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's something crazy. It's got to be great for your ankles, too, though. It's great. Just yeah. No, trail running is yeah. wonderful. It's wonderful for your feet and your ankles. Mm-hmm. And I think it really contributes to us staying healthy while we run. I think so, too. And I think that the. Natural beauty is very, very motivating too. It is just so pretty out there. And we've been, I mean, you know, any and all time of year, time of day. I mean, the wildlife that you see, you know, when it's sunny, when it's foggy, it's just, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And it just, one of those things that just never gets old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, my first apartment was in Marina. Yeah. You know, cause I went by this apocalyptic scene. I couldn't understand why all of these buildings were vacant. Oh, right. <laughs> And this is really expensive land right here by the ocean. What happened here? I had to pull in and find out what was going on. That's funny. Yes. You know, and it was beautiful land. Right. You know, come to find out, I pulled into this place and there was a bunch of old guys sitting at the breakfast bar, you know, and uh, they're all ex-veterans and, you know, telling me all about what happened. And Mm -hmm. one guy had an apartment for rent and I was like, I'll take it. Nice. Yeah. Like you say, the fog rolling in the morning and it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, if you get high enough up, high enough up in Fort Ord, you can see the whole bay. Like it's just, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah, we really are lucky. Yeah, we really are lucky where where we are. So you Mm -hmm. grew up here? No, I grew up in Fresno. Fresno. So south of here? uh, It is in the Central Valley. No, it is is literally in the middle of California. Straight out. Almost every way you could do. It's it's right in the middle. Um, and so the Central Valley is a unique area of Fresno, or a unique area of California. Uh, and Fresno is the largest city there, um, w- over half a million people now. Um, but it's a very rural area. Mm. So just like Salinas, you know, is kind of called the salad bowl of the state. Um, Fresno and the surrounding area has a ton of agriculture. Um, mm. And so that's where I grew up. Um, I never planned to st- Stay there, but I stayed there for quite a while. And then um, after I finished all my schooling, um, got a job here at uh, CSUMB in 2012. Mm. Yeah. So, so been I've been here now 10 years. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Starting Perfect my, yeah, halfway through my 10th year at CSUMB. Yeah. It's Fresno, that sounds hot. Is that hot out there? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Like out right in the middle of California. Yeah. yeah. It gets extremely hot, well over 100 <laughs> degrees um, for, you know, I think every. Most days this July were over 100 degrees. My folks, my folks are still there, Um, so it is very different. But nice and dry. It's not like Florida where it's exactly right. Yeah, it's 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 a joke. We call it. It's dry heat. It's not that bad. It's dry heat. You can cook a potato on the street. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right, right. And so, um, yeah, very different lifestyle um, than here, certainly. Um, And then in winter, you know, you've got the real dense fog. It gets much cooler really? there than here. Is there water there? Is there like lakes and rivers or anything? Kind or? of, but it's, I mean, just like most of California, it's still pretty, yeah. pretty just dry. dry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. I had a yeah. daughter live up in Redding and it was just unbearable hot up there. Oh, yeah. It gets real hot you up know, there too. I, yeah. thought, I was thinking once you got past, you know, uh, this point of California, it started getting a little cooler. Right. Like it is in the Midwest, you know, but it's not. No. It just keeps getting hotter and hotter and right. hotter. 
until you, that's five hour drive from here. Yep. And it's 100, 110 degrees out. Yep. Like, and oh, yeah, and it gets that wow, rain is Fresno. That possible? And it's only about, you know, two and a half hours away. And yeah, so it's it's pretty right. wild to, we when we go visit our my folks in the summertime, just to watch the temperature rise as you get there and then come back. And then it just drops <laughs> yep. again, 40 to 50 degrees by the time you're home. Yep. Just because the desert. Yeah. Yep. Just won't hold the heat. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from such a cold state, you know. Yeah, that's just not something even, I've ever had to deal with. Right. No, right. no snow. There's no seasons. You, well, in Fresno, I feel like there is. Is because there? Because you, you have just the dramatic. Rain and the dry, right? The, yeah, the heat and then the cold. Um, probably not too much of a spring or a fall, um, but th- there's there's differences. Here, you know, what's the joke? You get four seasons every day of the year. Like, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Subtle. I haven't heard that one. They're, they're subtle and they're just, yeah, it's just the, the weather out here is is interesting. <laughs> yeah. I first moved here, somebody said, well, your winters are like our summers and summers are like your winters. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what the hell he was talking about. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, I mean, like when it's June here right. and it's cold, that's just still bizarre it's to still me. still weird, yeah. right? It is so bizarre to me. It yep. does get cold. Yep. It's a different kind of cold, too. Yes. Being in Colorado or something, you stand on the ocean. That, right. Whoa. Yep. Blows exactly. right through you. Exactly. Yeah, Colorado was cold in the winter, but where I lived, we had over 300 sunny days a year. So oh, wow. it would be freezing cold at night and early in the morning but in the middle of the day the sun would come out and it would Bright warm up sunshine. i mean you're at altitude so the sun's like a little sure. closer to you, you right, know? Right. So it was awesome it was it was beautiful there all year round how cool yep what a great podcast we had today yeah well, thank, thank you so much for coming in I, I, I know you've had a long week and getting ready for the end of the school year yeah. and all that good stuff so no thanks for having us run. this was fun yeah great all right. Hope you'll come back sometime. Sure. Definitely. Next adventure when we see polar bears. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. In Norway. <laughs> I'll have you back for the 50K. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Two years. <laughs>